And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords, and welcome to the year 2021. Ah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. No uh, introduction for your co-hosts in the new year. I Well, first, I mean, you have, to, you have to establish a time, and then, like, once everybody's set, we're in 2021, of course. Uh, I'm first. Andrew, and with me is... Max, and with me is... Robert. And with us is the saying goodbye to 2020 the friggin' dumpster fire of a year guys am i right has anybody made that observation that like 2020 is like a dumpster fire or at least yeah like a or like some sort of garbage no yeah a dumpster fire yeah like a receptacle for garbage that has been set on fire uh, do you remember kinda... do you remember when people said that about uh 2019 <laughs> do you remember when everyone said that about every year previous to 2020 and then like i don't know the worst year possible happened but hey hey who knows maybe uh 2021 will be a, a waste bin inferno or something <laughs> a, sm- a slightly smaller scaled down dumpster fire yeah maybe it'll like be located mainly in britain and we can get a, a dust bin a dust i love bin that fire. terminology they somehow add another Very u good. into dumpster because it's britain these uh, add a U into dumpster. I wonder where they'd put it. I said add another U, all right? Uh, all right, uh, let's get into some movies we've seen, huh? Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. You know, I've never looked at the Zoom screen while music was playing, but there's a little prompt at the top that says, music playing, question mark? And now the prompt is, set up professional audio. Hey, fuck you, Zoom. I've got a professional <laughs> audio set of you piece wow. of shit. Fuck Given you. Us, uh, we got a regular clippy giving us tips in the middle of our uh, professional <laughs> podcast. It's, uh, never mind. Um... <laughs> Robert, lead us off. Well, I have only watched uh, a few movies, and uh, we're going to talk about a couple of them uh, soon and then later. Um, and the one that wasn't going to be featured on the pod is uh, Love and Monsters. What is that? I feel like I talked about it uh, on a previous episode about wanting to, to see it and pulling up the cast list right now. The main actor, Dylan O'Brien, I remembered from um, The Maze Runner, which... I actually liked from some years ago. Um, Jessica Henwick, who was in Daredevil, I believe. Um, That's who? Uh, or wait, was she in Daredevil or was she in? Um, she was in one of the Marvel shows. Not what, Shield. Who, who is she? Um, uh, let me click her and see. But um, yeah, she was in. Oh, she was in Iron Fist, Love and Monsters, The Defenders. So I was right on the Marvel show. I don't remember who, which character she is. Guys, I fell off on those shows. That's not the point. Uh, It's Love and Monsters. It's uh, the story of this guy who is living in a bunker with um, some other survivors. And seven years before that, um, a meteor was going to hit the Earth. So humanity banded together and shot a bunch of missiles at it and blew it up and saved everyone. 
but all of the radioactive fallout that came raining back into the atmosphere started mutating all of the um, bugs and cold-blooded creatures like lizards and frogs and um, just different insects and things. And they rapidly grew and attacked humanity to the point where 95% of it was gone. Um, so yeah, everyone's kind of like hidden and kind of defending themselves or staying, you know, underground as much as possible. Should have let the meteor hit. Hmm? Should have let the meteor hit. Yeah, hey, fate worse than death. But um, they, he gets into contact with um, his girlfriend from that time who had said like, you know, fun, come find me. Um, and even though he is practically useless in his vault, um, he makes the minestrone um, and uh, he fixes the radio, but that's about it. This sounds um, like the most just... boring uh, mission in a Fallout game possible. Cook some minestrone, <laughs> fix your radio. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's really funny. Like he he just like he basically freezes up. He cannot he can't like shoot a shot if something is happening. But he yeah, hey, I've had that problem tired... too. If you know, know what I mean. <laughs> happens to all guys. <laughs> but he decides to leave. It'd be nice and to know that that's a the... radiation problem and not a. <laughs> I swear it's the radiation, <laughs> baby. That's right. Come on. Just let me put on a hazmat suit while I do it, all right? Listen, maybe this thing will mutate and get big like the bugs did. Um, He leaves his vault to go find her. It's like 75 or 85 miles or something. They're in California, and he's going to the coast to find her. Um, It was great. It's, it's, I'm a sucker for, you know, the earth overgrown uh, in movies and stuff like that, like I Am Legend and things like that. Even if the the movies themselves don't soar, I I just love that aesthetic. So this has that in spades. You're looking for Um, a nuclear fallout uh, world to live in is what you're saying. You're looking forward yes, to it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, more than anything. Um, it, the effects I think look good. The CG looks good. And then when they actually do some stuff for like, if a chunk of, an, of one of them gets cut off, they'll do like a practical effect. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. Like it's all drippy and gooey. Um, the main actor was good or all the actors were good. In fact, he, this is all in the trailer, but he runs into, uh, Michael Rooker and a little girl and they're just on the surface doing their thing. And he's like, how can you possibly be out here? I've, you know, every, everyone I know has been stayed inside because it's just too dangerous otherwise. And they were like telling him like, Oh, these things are called these things. You can kill them this way. And these ones aren't good at climbing and sort of his journey of trying to, trying to learn how to like become useful and also like trying to figure out if the journey was worth it. If, you know, the person he's going to see is the same person he left, um, had a lot of heart. I know it's so far. I just talked about it being a big monster movie, but it's it's good. I really, I really would recommend it. And Andrew, it's got a really cute dog in it. Oh, Max, you'll probably want to know that too. But yeah, the, the dog, while in peril in a scene, no, no dog death in this movie. Good. What is what did you watch this on? Uh, this is now on rental on. I just rented it on YouTube, but mm-hmm. I think it's on a couple. Uh, might be on Amazon to rent also. Hmm, okay. I don't think it's streaming, unfortunately, but it's available to rent. Right. But I, I, w- I really would. It's 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 really fun. I liked it. Max, what about you? What'd you see? Well, I watched uh, Godmothered with Jillian uh, Bell. Max, I also watched that. Oh hey. Oh. Uh, well, we can we can double up on this one. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw it. Um, so on. Julian Bell. Uh-huh. Oh, boy, yeah, I made it over my head. Um, <laughs> what happens in this movie? Fairy Godmothers. I don't know. There's probably a slipper or something. All right. All right, shut we up. found you out. We know, we know your game. Oh, tell me her car turns into a, a pumpkin carriage. Oh, 
She tries. Yeah, maybe he did see it. Max, maybe he did see it. Oh, my gosh. Um, listeners, they, they're believing me. <laughs> wow, I think he really saw the movie. <laughs> but did you hear when he whispered, they're believing me to the, huh? to the listeners? No, I think that was a, I don't know. There's like a weird echo going on in the mics or something. I think that was What's something. in the machine? Yeah. Well, this movie is about Jillian Bell, who's a uh, uh, godmother in training who uh, really wants to just shine, but they won't let her. Uh, the godmother guild or whatever is is kind of uh, going under. And yeah, so they, she has they, to prove they, herself. They've given up on being godmothers is, is, is essentially what happens. Because and... no one believes in them. Yeah. And so her mission is to go and um, have a really successful godmothering experience to, so, to make people believe you've in said, godmothering. You've said godmothering a lot of times, but you've not said, is she a fairy godmother or is she a godmother? Fairy godmother. She's a fairy godmother. She's a, no, you could say she's no a fairly, fairy wings. she's a fairly odd parent. <laughs> and a fairly good, uh, grand- grandmother. What happened? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Any, so she, she like finds a letter from someone on earth who wants, like is begging for a fairy godmother and so she goes to Earth to find her, only to find out that she is now like in her like thirties and has children, and is like, and so she oh, like oh, thinks she's going to find like a six year old, but this sure. letter is so old that she has you know twenty something years hey, have gone. We've by. all been there, dear Santa. Will you please send me a godmother? Yeah. So she gets to Earth <laughs> and she is, uh, con- she finds Isla Fisher, Borat's wife. The end. The end. Yeah. That's it. Isla Fisher, and then. The great little short. Wow. Yeah, you should check it out. It's pretty fun. But pay full price for it. Yeah. You guys liked it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I like Jillian Bell. She's great. She should be more things. Yeah, I think like that Agreed. was the thing I was mostly excited about the movie for was just like that it was Jillian Bell and like we have I think all professed our fandom for Jillian Bell and wanting her to mean more things, so I was happy to see her in something. Hey, and a good name too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> well, uh it it also had uh, been stomping her feet upstairs. I, I don't know if she heard it, but she just she felt knows. it. She knows. She's coming down. Yeah. Uh it also had Hoobie's mom. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh June Squibb, isn't it? Or not June Squibb. A, um, is that June Squibb? Yeah, I think it is. No clue. Her name's Hubie's mom to Her me. Her name is, yeah, sorry, uh, Hubie's mom. Are you saying Hubie? Is it Hubie? Hubie. Yeah. For, a, for somebody Huba who stank. Like, loved the movie. Hubie Stank. Hubie Stank. <laughs> I was playing the latest Hubisoft game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, June Squibb. Who, and also, you know uh, it was Hubie Halloween? <laughs> we, we did this on the podcast. <laughs> Reverted. Uh, Jane Curtin's also in the movie, and I was really happy to see her in something. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The other thing I watched, well, I got two others. Uh, Once Upon a Christmas with Mickey Mouse. Okay. Oh, that's a great one. Yep. It was pretty fun. Uh, it's There are some weird things that I've noticed because uh, Disney Plus has like all the old uh, Disney stuff. So I watched a few of those. Uncensored. And did you know that, yeah, you you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that they show. Uh, Goofy started out as Dippy Dog, yep. I believe. Yeah. And uh, and then there are also just like a couple other weird things that change over time, right? So I think like some of the minor like ones. Pete, I think Pete was a bear and then he canonically became a cat. 
Ah, but, but basically kept the same form. I think like he was ma- drawn as a bear, and then they were like, "Oh, I guess it makes sense for like his rival to be a cat." And then like, so when you, I see him now, it's kind of like annoying because I'm like, "Yeah, he doesn't really look like anything. He doesn't, he doesn't even literally look like a big cat." I don't know. Yeah, but the last Donald Duck thing that I watched was an earlier one, and it had Daisy Duck in it. And she sounds exactly like Donald Duck, essentially, with all the like weird. Wait, they're they never on screen sounds. at the same time. Oh, you never know. <laughs> but then it's in a, the in, it's a Tyler Durden thing, and he's married to himself. <laughs> Nobody wants to say anything. Uh, in Once Upon a Christmas, though, she just has a normal sort of voice, sounds like another Minnie Mouse, and it it kind of throws me off. It's weird some of those changes that they made. I guess maybe they wanted just Donald Duck to be more unique. But uh, anyway, it's a fun little Christmas movie. Check it out. That's the, uh, Is that the Scrooge one or is that is that something different? No, this is just three little stories. One revolving around Mickey, one revolving around Goofy, oh, one right, right, right. around Donald and just kind of their, their uh, presence and what they've learned from Halloween and how to be a good person. Halloween? In winter. Yeah, it's about Halloween. <laughs> it's weird that they called it Once Upon a Christmas. Those <laughs> two uh, holidays confused. Uh, but yeah, I, I meant to say. I think it's oh, also because I was because of Hoobie. Hoobie, yeah. Hoobie think uh, it got in my mind. But anyway, Once Upon a Christmas, they learned stuff from Christmas. Importantly, this is the season, and not Happy Holidays. They learn it from Christmas. Christmas specifically, <laughs> yeah. They make a point of that. They, there's one character who oh, writes we're saying happy we're saying merry christmas again goofy <laughs> they, oh did you say happy holidays i don't know what that means you bastard why are you treading on my religion wow. this cup should say holiday or say christmas on it throws it back at the barista <laughs> and don't put an asshole. x it's not xmas it's christmas wow. this was made like 30 years ago right this is a, a Really well, this early. is last year. This is last year. Disney's still doing this shit. I'll be dead in the ground before you can call it Whiskey Mickey's <laughs> holiday special. It's Christmas. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, Star Wars should have should learn from that. Mm-hmm. No holiday specials wow. anymore. Uh, the other movie that I watched was Midnight Sky with George Clooney in the snow. Oh, George Clooney in the snow. George Clooney in the snow with a uh, Dave Letterman beard. And, the snow uh, has David Letterman beard. The snow has David Letterman beard. That's right, a snowman. Mm. They build a snowman, <laughs> and it David Letterman out. does a cameo as the voice of the snowman. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes on a murderous rampage. But uh-huh. uh, it is a it was a weird movie, but it's okay. I, I put it at the okay level. Like it's a what it's, was it? What was that on? Because I think I just saw that come out. No, that's a good question. That I don't know the answer to. Uh, he want, yeah, for legal reasons, he can't answer it on the podcast. Ah, I see. Oh, that no, that's not actually true. This oh, okay. is just my memory. <laughs> mm, <laughs> uh, I see. I I now have access to quite a bit of stuff. Probably anything that I would want to watch. What you didn't uh, before? I. <laughs> hmm. How did you watch all those things? <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, Netflix, by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it. I don't know if I can like full full hearted recommend it, but uh, I did enjoy it. It also has say. Felicity Jones in it. Yeah, it does have Felicity Jones uh, in space, 
and it has some like cool zero gravity weightlessness. I always enjoy that. Um, yeah, but my mom watched it was a little confused. So if, if you, if there are those like shows that, that change like time or, or location in a weird way or leave some stuff kind of a little bit confusing, this, this one has some of that has, has some kind of like, well, who is this person or who is that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that ties up at the end, but you don't know until then. Cool. Yeah. And anyway, also, why give it hide Clooney behind that beard? <laughs> He's Damn everyone's got to make got to make that one movie, you know, where they're He's got full a, on. one beard film per year. Yeah. And uh, Brad Pitt did it with his goat beard for a while, so Clooney had to catch up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also watched the very beginning of Porco Rosso, which is an amazing Ghibli film. Uh, and I'll watch the rest of it later, but I haven't gotten to it yet. And if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. I feel like it's underrated uh, among the Ghibli he films. He said it. Yeah. He said it. First time in 2021. Yeah, I don't think it gets a lot of notice, but it's a great one. I think it's it might be my favorite Ghibli film. Wow. I've, I've oh, not even cool. heard of it, so this is good for me. Well, to know. it's the story of a uh, a man who is turned into a pig who flies a plane around and, and fights with air pirates. Well, a cab, so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of uh, of my batch. How about you, Andrew? Uh, so I watched. Uh, Godmothered, obviously, we talked about it. I also watched Prom on Disney Plus. Was that Disney Plus? No, that was Netflix. Um, Prom is a movie with like Meryl Streep and uh, everyone's favorite actor, James Corden. And um, who else is in that? Nicole Kidman. It's about this like small, this girl in small town Indiana. She wants to take her girlfriend to the prom, but they live in this very, you know, conservative town they don't like basically they don't want her to go to the prom so she posts about it and these like sort of washed out actors that like Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman and James Corden all play that's not very nice to say Um, about them and then they made this movie uh they they they're all like Broadway former Broadway stars that are kind of on their way out, and so they okay. think the, their way back to stardom is to take up a cause. So they find oh, this great story. Okay. So they go it to her town to like take up the cause, and then they actually start to like feel stuff for this girl, and they this get is really like invested. A, what, was, what was that MTV show? Where, oh, like, they would help people become like class president and stuff. Ma- made it or something? Yeah, made 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 yeah. Um, and sometimes it was like depressing because like they didn't, they couldn't make it happen right. for them. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a part musical, um, you know, it's, I, I thought it was fun. It's a little long, um, but like Meryl Streep is wonderful in it. She ends up striking up a romance with Keegan-Michael Key in it, which is like a very cute on-screen couple that I hmm. would have never pictured, but they're very charming together. Um, so it's, it's cute. There's some parts of it that I didn't think hit as strongly as others, but it was, it was done fairly well. I'll give it a, a slightly okay or a moderately more than okay on Max's okay scale. <laughs> um, 
And then we watched Clouds on Disney Plus, which is about a it's based on a true story of this kid who has cancer and finds out that he is terminal and has months left to live. And so he um, decides that he's going to like start writing music and he and his friend make the song that goes viral. And then he wants to like <clears throat> basically he wants to like get all this stuff done before he dies. And so. Um, he has like prom and and all these different things that he's hey, trying to prom. Get. Yeah, right? Another one. <laughs> um, so it was very good and very touching and both me and my wife cried a lot watching it. It was very good. Um Yeah, I think that's it for the movies. Other than the one we're talking about today. Uh but before we get to that, let's talk about some TV shows we've seen, uh guys. Let's do that. Okay, great. TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. If uh, have either of you guys watched any television? I have. I have just barely. I've only started a couple uh, series. I've only watched the first episode of two shows, and I don't know if I'll continue with either of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched uh, the flight attendant. Oh, okay. How is that? Amy, watch that. Uh, it's pretty good. It, um, yeah. Uh, Jenny was a flight attendant, so uh, she wanted to check this out because people have been kind of like pointing it out to her. But it, by the end of the first episode, turns into a, a murder mystery of um, a person who she had hooked up with for a night uh, ends up dead in bed next to her, and and she has to kind of figure out what that's about and uh <laughs> it seems like one of those things where um she's making a lot of bad decisions that that make things a lot worse for her but maybe it'll it'll turn out in the end uh who knows maybe we'll find out maybe we won't maybe it'll be a very it, underrated tv show it could be it is from hbo it, so yeah it might even be underrated by me like maybe i'm <laughs> not gonna watch the rest of it we'll see uh, and the other show that I watched was BNA, which is a anime, I believe, on Netflix uh, about an ass. animal. That's how an it would be good. It has something to do with animals. I probably should look up what it stands for, but it has to do with animal people. And in the first episode, there is a raccoon lady who goes to the this island that's been. Uh, developed to kind of uh be a safe haven for all these animals because everyone treats them like crap like on her way over there she's uh almost killed by this group of humans that just hates animal people beast men they're called and um but she's saved and she ends up in the city and then she runs into this wolf cop who's like taking out a bunch of guys who are trying to sabotage the city and so i think the story is like she kind of joins his wolf cop force and and uh tries to protect the city or something i don't know we'll maybe i'll see maybe i won't mm -hmm. but it has really cool animation and was this uh, wait was this called zootopia yeah that <laughs> oh yeah 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 that's right when oh, they brought it over okay. to the us it was called zootopia actually on disney plus it's called a uh, zoo zootropolis what is it called on disney plus isn't it like go by a different name because well because i know in europe uh, or at least, yeah, because I know I, someone in Scotland I know says it's called Zootropolis. I think in 
another in. I think Europe. on Disney Plus, if you look at, it, I think it's called Zootropolis or something. It's not. It does not go by Zootopia. Even in the American region, yeah. that would be weird. Yeah. Maybe I'm you're not signed watching. In only, guess what? I'm not watching Zootropolis. <laughs> Sorry. I don't care hey. how realistic the fur looks. I don't care. Yeah, you got to draw a line it. somewhere, Robert. I understand. I do remember there was like some something I watched where, and I, I think it was in Zootopia, where every single, like in different regions, they actually had different um, like newscasters. So they would yes, have a that specific. Is true. Yeah. So they'd have a panda in China. But that was like, yeah, they had like, yeah, the panda for the for the Chinese a, cut a, and stuff like that. But that seems camera. more like an intentional, like, oh, it's gonna be playing in this market, so just for like fun, we'll add uh, a certain animal from that region. But like, so for this one, it's just all the different newscasters playing at once, and like, there's like twenty screens like on your screen, <laughs> where you see like every different region's version of it. Just the idea, though, of them changing the name of my your precious Zootopia. Zootopia. Zootropolis. It should be. It should be called Zootopia, the real name, and then in parentheses, aka Zootropolis, uh, not in the states. <laughs> this whole thing in the title. <laughs> Max, what are you doing over there? I'm looking it up. I'm trying to. Max find forgot it we out. were doing a podcast. He's playing a game. <laughs> yeah, he's just really... locked off screen. He's playing the Zootopia <laughs> side scroller. It's cool. I mean, it's cool looking, Max. It's cool. <laughs> So cool. Just, I, I just want to wait, 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 jump, jump, jump. <laughs> you got him. You got him. You got him. <laughs> Head to the DMV. Yeah. Uh, I just Isn't I that time trying... for the side quest. Come on. <laughs> I do not see anything confirming or denying what's going on with Zootopia. Your computer's not on. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking a, at nothing. It's a piece we of cardboard says Zootopia not looking on it. He keeps like pushing the. <laughs> He's looking out the window. <laughs> Well, there is a dog out there. Yeah. Huh. Well, that, that must be Zootopia. Zootropolis. Zoo. Uh, I'm waiting for the next episode. I saw a squirrel yesterday, but I haven't <laughs> seen that character again in a couple days. <laughs> I really thought that squirrel was charming. I hope they bring him back. Uh, maybe for season two, uh, mm-hmm. next, uh, the next day I wake up. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> continue. I'm sleeping through tomorrow. Yeah, that's uh, anything it. else? That's, that's all I've seen in terms of uh, TV that I can remember. Well, fellows, I watched more Star Trek Discovery, and they did, uh, I would say, not super satisfactory, but they did address one of the concerns I have about the show, which is like why, if a in a Star Trek show that takes place before the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, all these different series. Has nobody ever brought up a spore drive like that? You know, they're able to traverse the universe by going through the this different this different form of travel, which they've developed from these mushrooms, and they're able to go like light years in seconds versus like having to travel by warp. They go through this network and they can get through half the galaxy in you know three seconds or something. So. They're, they at least have a reason why you've ne- it's never been mentioned in different series of Star Trek after this, but it also hasn't addressed why they made up a new alien for this show, a new species that serves in Starfleet, but isn't present in any other version of the show. So uh, that's, a, that's a thing that I am a little annoyed with, but otherwise, uh, I'm enjoying season three. I'm almost caught up. And 
I will continue watching it. And speaking of being caught up, guys, I watched The Mandalorian. Oh, sweet. Thank goodness. Are you excited for the future? I, I mean, like, I am. I'm a little bummed that in a show that um up to this point didn't include people from the skywalker legacy that they interjected someone from the skywalker legacy so i was a little yep like it it didn't it didn't like make me really upset but i also i didn't i wasn't like excited to see did you guys like in the previous episode did you bring up who it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't I didn't want to spoil it if somebody listening hadn't already heard it, but that uh Lou, good old Lou himself, um shows up on screen and I I it was fine. I wasn't mad or upset, but I also wasn't like, "Yes! I can't believe it." But I don't know. I'm more bummed than anything else that uh Grogu and and the Mandalorian himself are split up. It's true. I mean, I'm sure that they will come together again at some point, but it was still just like a bummer to leave the season with them just to, like going their separate paths. I mean, I almost have to give uh, props to Disney for getting rid of that cash cow for a season at least, uh, just because. Yeah, like why? It seems I don't think like... it's gonna be. I don't think he's. I don't think it's gonna be a season. I think that there will be probably a couple episodes at most. What do you mean? Oh, till he's back? Till they're reunited again? Yeah, I just don't like. I've, well, the next season is going to be Boba, probably. And then the year after that, or sometime after that, they'll do the next season of Mandalorian. So I don't think we'll see him until 2022, maybe. But the 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 show is not going to shift. Like, it's not going to be the Mandalorian featuring Boba Fett for season three. Is no, they're mean? basically just taking, like, they're it, taking it's sort of like off. almost like another chapter, but they're sort of taking a break. Sure. So. That's fine. But yeah, it should be interesting. I I couldn't. I honestly had a, a the opposite reaction though. I was couldn't believe what was happening. Even though, yeah, I agree that it's been nice to kind of see um, some different aspects of the Star Wars universe, and especially not like be dominated by the presence of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But I also like loved Ahsoka when she showed up, and Luke showing up and destroying the biggest threat uh, that they had been facing up until that moment. You mean Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yes. And um, well, just it was brilliant too having only one of them get through the door, Mando very nearly not make it fighting it, and then establishing that they all get back on the ship and that they're all probably going to die. And then seeing Luke, this is what, five years after Jedi? So this is like peak of his power, right? or, Or really like some masterful stuff just seeing him wipe the floor with those and then whew, I also, bawled mostly, so hard when, mostly hmm? mostly seeing it through like the the security cam footage like yes just sort of like the Until gray gets, gray like thing I yeah, thought was I also kind it. of an effective thing but um yeah I, I lost it when uh Grogu was saying goodbye to Mando yeah that was so sweet yeah I loved it I don't yeah. know I'm hopeful I'm hopeful for what comes next I I told Max I'm not stoked for uh uh, Cara Dune's show, but um, that is what it is. Um, is she yeah. getting the full show? I kind of thought that was a joke. No, I don't think so. I think she's okay. going to be kind of the lead of the show about Republic Commandos. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swings and misses. We'll see. 
but uh but no i'm glad you're caught up drew and i yeah i really loved the whole the whole thing what a, it was so fun i i don't know i you i guess it's pretty much a self-contained like story at this point mm-hmm. like from him acquiring grogu in the beginning till nah, the end of the second season but yeah i really loved it yeah i <clears throat> i thought like yeah the this season was particularly i thought stronger than the first of you know even though i didn't love the the ending but um i thought the the introduction of like different characters from like clone wars and and rebels and things like that like um what is the the female mandalorian's name bo-katan bo-katan like introducing her and and ahsoka and characters that like if you you know like and the dark saber like things that are like things that have been introduced in ancillary stuff but it's you don't like i have not seen clone wars or rebels or the animated stuff uh, other than the really early clone Wars stuff that was um the 2d animation one from like 2003 mm-hmm. that i think doesn't exist anymore um like that stuff i i haven't seen and i didn't feel lo- like totally lost when they introduced it on the show so i think they did a good job of having things that are like not like Easter eggs, but if you've seen clone wars or rebels or something, you recognize these characters. But if you haven't, you're also not like, who the fuck is this? And the show's just like, mm. yeah, you should probably know who this is by now. Like it was, I thought they did that well. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> Apparently they do some like kind of weird stuff with it where uh, like they're, they're introducing stuff that doesn't necessarily exist in Mandalorian rules a couple times. Like the, Mandalorians don't take their helmets off and and there are a ton of examples of Mandalorians taking their helmet off and then later they'll explain it oh that's just one sect of these Mandalorians yes, sure but then they also have Bo-Katan specifically saying oh I can't take that uh sword I can't take the dark saber from you because uh it has to be one it has to be one but like she got it from somebody else in the exact same way during the show but uh, yes and I've heard this Max but because Filoni isn't is so connected to to the previous show and this one i have to believe it's exactly what you just said where the same way that we were like well huh wait but he thinks that the mandalorians can never take the helmet like i think he knows what he's doing when we're seeing her be like oh i can't take the saber but i think there's more to it i think there's a reason that she was able to take it to take it in like the clone wars show and there's some other reason that she maybe like can't just take it now but I and, so. and I hope they'll explore it. I, it would be very odd to me at this stage if they he was like, "Fuck, oh, oh, oh shit, oh no, wait, she should have <laughs> just been able to." <laughs> like he like forgot. He was like, "Huh?" Um, so I'm I'm hopeful that that's meant to be a, a string kind of left left on there. Sure. I or hope she just they, like stabs Mando they, in the face. <laughs> I hope they start season three of Mando with her saying, "I was just joking about that," and then grabbing the yeah. dark saber from oh, him. Oh, kind of like Luke and uh, Return of the Jedi. He just she just takes the dark saber, like throws it over her shoulder, <laughs> exactly. goes through the ship, keeps going. That's how it has to half. happen. Mando just has to turn around and toss it to her. Then, <laughs> then she can take it. She's like, "No, you can't just hand it to me. It has to be like backwards, like throw yeah. a bouquet. Like, cool. like, yeah, do it some like some flair. Yeah, just pretend like you hate it, like you." Like you All got right, no interest in it whatsoever. Should we get into the movie? Hell yeah, we should. Talking about let's get into it. Um, shoot, <laughs> the theme song I picked is not working. Uh, all right. Oh, we're so into it. We're so into it, uh, guys. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, starring. Oh no, 
I watched the first one. <laughs> um, Just kidding. I did, but I also watched 1984. Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, uh, Pedro Pascal. Oh, the Mandalorian. Din Djarin. And uh, surprise, Chris Pine. Also in this movie. Duh? Duh? But he. But that's impossible. So Wonder Woman 1984 uh, takes place in the titular year of 1984. Um, <laughs> Good year. Yeah. Um, she, so the, the simple story of this movie is there is a, what is the, it's like a wish stone or something. Um, it's an uncut gem. It's an uncut gem. She comes Yeah. Uh, and a woman takes it. She's like, this is how I win. Yeah. So basically you, you touch it and you make a wish and your wish comes true, but at a price. And so, uh, Pedro Pascal himself decides to, who is it? Uh, Maxwell Lord. Yeah. Is the name of the character. He sort of becomes the, he wishes to become like the human embodiment of the stone. To become the stone. And he starts to grant people wishes, but it's, it, you know, it itself comes with a price. And so, uh, Diana wishes for Chris Pine to come back and that itself has its own price and, and all these wishes are coming with a price. And, uh, yeah. But, but also none of the rules apply uh, from one wish to another necessarily okay, yeah we'll get sure. into it so um before we get into specifics of the movie what did you guys think of wonder woman 1984 robert go first <laughs> god damn it um <laughs> i was i mean i was really disappointed i was really disappointed i think there's it has some moments probably mostly in the first half hour. And it's a very long movie with out a lot of Wonder Woman and some of the parts with Wonder Woman are confusing. And it just made some really strange choices, especially for the second movie after a, after a, another one that I liked. I, I didn't max, I didn't watch the first one in, in its entirety, but I did go back to some of the scenes because I did want to see them again. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was uh, quite the juxtaposition. But uh, what did you think? What did you think? I um I don't know if I like this one better or not. I uh and I fully understand that this is a movie with some serious flaws. But I did like the fact that it brings in magic wishing stones <laughs> and an invisible jet and a lot of other stupid shit but that I want to see shit. in comic book movies and it doesn't always pull them off well like uh I, I think the invisible jet, while I love the fact that it existed, I thought her doing a little Hadouken in order to turn it into <laughs> a uh, invisible jet was pretty stupid. I thought oh, her even... learning to fly and then doing like swinging from lightning with her. Well, whip. we can get into the details, but, <laughs> but there's some stupid shit that happens in this movie. Yeah, but there's it's stupid so shit. Lots of superhero movies, though. That's exactly. Not the, that's not exclusive territory. There's... I I just really appreciate when a, a movie is willing, like a superhero movie especially, is willing to do dumb stuff, uh, and and just run with it. And I feel like this movie did it better than the first. Hmm. How about you, Andrew? What do you think? Um, I agree with what Max said in that I think it's a movie that is willing to lean into some of the more fantastical and weird elements of Wonder Woman. And I thought doing that was admirable. I think it's 
a pretty boring movie. Um, I think that, and this is not like an indictment of the movie. I think Kristen Wiig is very good in it. Mm-hmm. And she's probably putting in one of the best performances in the movie other than maybe Pedro Pascal. Um, I think Gal Gadot is a negative in the movie. I think she um, doesn't seem particularly interested in being there, if that makes sense. Like, like for one, the character's... Um, her motivations are not that strong, but it just kind of seems like Gal Gadot's motivations were also not that strong either. Um, and I think for a mo- this the the my biggest gripe with the movie is why specify it taking place in 1984 if the most they were going to do was that people were wearing fanny packs. Like if the specific the specificity of this place take takes place in the 80s. Why doesn't it have a fun 80s soundtrack? Why isn't there like more people dressed in like missile crisis? I don't neon? know. Like was... it just it like it felt like they want like they wanted to I like why specify 1984 if there's nothing about the movie that gives you the feeling of you're in the 80s. Like other well, than hey, you know, Chris Pine like pulls up his sleeves on his on his like blazer and you know like he wears a fanny pack that's it like there's no the soundtrack is dull and the the like i don't like it just it like none of it and i think that's like that's sort of a microcosm of the movie it's just kind of dull do you think that maybe they did that just to make sure people weren't confused that this wasn't happening after justice league or anything like that we we, it would have to have because they've written him themselves into a corner and we can talk about it. Is this the same wonder woman that's in uh justice league and uh Batman versus Superman? I mean, because it's the same wonder woman from wonder woman, the first wonder woman. And that wonder woman is the same wonder woman from Batman versus Superman. And theoretically justice league. I, by, by, by way of <laughs> that, I'd say yes, but I think like there's no, they're, because like they've sort of now decided that their universe is not going to be interconnected movies. Um, yeah, that's what I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out if this was also still supposed to be that Wonder Woman or if it if nothing counts anymore. Because some I've heard some some people were like, "I'm glad that they're just doing whatever they want," and I was like, "They are," because I think that the Jared Leto Joker is going to be in one of the movies coming up, and I also thought that this was still supposed to be. Like I thought, like Flash is gonna—it's Flashpoint all gonna erase everything again. I that that stuff seems to be day by day decisions. <laughs> I don't sure. know, but um, um, and obviously there's you know this has almost um Batman Arkham Origins sort of syndrome for me, where it's like Wonder Woman is experiencing things and doing things that should have carried over into the other films, but obviously they couldn't have because this film wasn't written before those yeah, films. Mm-hmm. But it, it also has its hands tied with the other films too, because she like, it's weird because like she, the entire ending to, and everyone exactly. remembering what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she starts at the beginning of the film doing really minor stuff, like, like saving people in the mall. Uh, and it's all incognito. She breaks the cameras yeah. and stuff. And it's, and so they add that in. So it's kind of like, okay, when, when Batman introduces himself in Batman versus Superman to Wonder Woman and says, basically, I know you exist. It's not like, well, yeah, everyone Duh. fucking knows I exist. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they have to put these little things where she shoots the camera out. But she's also in front of a huge crowd of everyone seeing exactly what she's doing. Hundreds of people. 
She yeah. should have put her finger to her lips to each of them. Though, yeah, to like. each and every single one of them, rather than just a little girl. And that's one like. Hey, no, but I did. What did you guys like the starting though? The intro with the mall. Yeah, I thought the I thought the mall scene was I fun. Liked it. Yeah, I thought it was a fun set piece, and if, I I oh, God, sorry. yeah I I like it. I yeah. There's there are, like I I feel bad that I not bad, but like when I it said has its that, moments. It's just it's it's. I wish I wish there was that consistency with some of it because. And even if I if I was going to criticize the fighting, it everything felt just like very floaty in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's something if you go back and look at the of the first Wonder Woman, like there's impact. She think, like uh, jumps in. She jumps into the room and there's all the Nazis and or sorry the the Germans and she um you know hits the shields and and is bashing them. And granted, she's like a little more like warrior and lethal in that incarnation, but like you feel like the oomph of everything. I and in this say, one, it's I, very like, I went back and I watched that first one and there are definitely some moments of floatiness and okay. some terrible DC okay. uh, CG. And that carries over into this one. It didn't feel too like uh, completely different. There were some hits in this one and some hits in that one. The, I mean, the thing that you mentioned about the, the first one, that one scene where she goes into with the Nazis, that one does have the most impact of any of the fight scenes in that movie. But you have like the, you know, on Themyscira, you have the people flipping around and doing uh, like swinging cliffs and stuff and all of and that. And I chalk that up to like the Amazonians being so, you know, like, uh, or so strong and stuff. It feels like these feats. But yeah, maybe you're right, actually. Maybe just that DC, sometimes they they feel a little like they're kind of not in the same space basically yeah yeah it just uh a lot of it to me at least feels like they they don't uh know or care about physics and how uh that functions and so they just let everyone fly around and and do what they do and also it's just like there's a very clear cut between they they don't use their uh cg sparingly they use it like whenever they can't do something Mm -hmm. they'll throw a cg model that will do it and they have animators that are like going all out making sure you can see what's going on but things are not moving in a very human way so it's just okay now this is a an animated sequence with the same character that i just saw over here yeah um but i I think i mentioned earlier but like i did think like the first Seeing, obviously, I, I liked the competition in the starting um, on Themyscira, even though, like, I was kind of looking at it and I was like, how many people, like, can qualify, like, for this? And when they jumped in the water and then swam to the shore, I was like, there was, like, four horses. And I was like, oh, so I guess if, like, if enough people don't jump off, like, you're screwed. But then there was, like, six markers to shoot on the arrows. And I was like, well, the two people who didn't get horses are going to be pissed off. Um, <laughs> or or I'm, I'm nitpicking, really I'm nitpicking. But, but I did like that. I did like that sequence. It was exciting. Um, and it was, I don't think the movie succeeded in this, but it was trying to say something I thought with, you know, Diana trying to sort of take a shortcut and still win the competition and, and basically being told like, nope, that's not how it works. Like you cheaters, you know, never prosper sort of a thing. Um, and I think they're going to try and get back to it in the movie, but I don't know if they, they succeed, but once the wishing stone shows up, well, maybe after Minerva shows up because she's got, can we talk about, um, maybe you guys saw this on the internet, but Barbara Minerva, which is um, uh, Kristen Wiig's character, there is the, now it's a trope at this point that it's the nerd who becomes the supervillain. Yeah. We have Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. We oh, have, I did see that, yeah. We have Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. We have um, Jamie Foxx's Electro is the funniest. His, <laughs> his goofy teeth and his hair. I still haven't watched that movie, but he looks so Just fucking funny. Just wait for funny. Spider-Man 3. Um, yeah. 
Um, and then you also have, oh, um, uh, what's his face in Iron Man 3? Remember, he's like a weird, sweaty nerd, and then he gets oh, like, yeah, yeah, uses yeah. the genes. Uh, Aldrin Kill, uh, Killian, Killian, or yeah, yeah, Aldrin Killian, yeah, I think. And then, um, who else? Oh, oh, uh, Poison Ivy, she's mm-hmm. a total nerd in the Batman movies when, until she gets her glow up. It's so funny to me that they're still doing this. Um, and it wasn't as severe. And then like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's like a super nerd <laughs> until he gets turned into Mr. Freeze. I remember that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's Actually, I didn't see that one on the list, but that's pretty funny. Um, and his glasses are taped together. He, he used ice. <laughs> I created. <laughs> um, uh, but it, it is very funny that they've done this again. And it's kind of like annoying because like, I don't feel like there was any reason she needed to be like, shat upon like i hated that the character was like oh i interviewed you multiple times and didn't remember her it was like so over the top um but the thing i did like even though the whole wish thing is wild and we'll get into the rules or lack thereof in the movie but i do like that she sort of likes diana and is like admires her and even you know just in the brief interactions and is like i wish i was like her like i wish i was like confident and sexy and i wish i had that and doesn't realize that she's also going to get her powers and everything too. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that. I mean, and then of course they add the element of the wish taking something from you, but you have not, you don't necessarily know what it is. Um, so I thought it was interesting that she got like a really big wish, but like hers was very unseen. It was just supposed to be that she was, I guess, losing her humanity throughout the movie. But um, it was really weird. And then maybe she gets a second wish. We can talk about it, but <laughs> it was odd. Um, what did you guys think of Kristen Wiig? Because I guess you both mentioned, or one of you mentioned that you liked Pedro and Kristen in this. They were both doing, uh, you know, doing performances. They were doing their best with what they had, I felt like. I I thought they both did a really good job. I thought Kristen Wiig was pretty hilarious. I thought she was charming in the beginning. And uh, like, I thought it carried on throughout. I thought Pedro Pascal losing his mind was very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like him... And like physically too, he just had so many maladies going on, and he had that why, nasty. So why red was eye. that? Because so he wishes took... to become the wishing stone, but the wishing stone doesn't like chip away when you make wishes on it. So like, why is he being affected? How do we know? Maybe they were micro fissures in the. Because they yeah. go another way to say that like the only two ways to to get rid of this thing is to destroy it, which no one will do, or renounce your wish, which no one has done. So all the civilizations that have had it, it's been kept. Well, maybe if the the gemstone had an eyeball, then it would have gotten bloodshot. But because it didn't, it was. Fine. I also maybe thought the it... band was going to come back into play. Like the band around it was going to be able to seal it off, but they just like leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, thought you'd be able to put put that around something else and make that, or make a new stone, thing. or or yeah, put yeah. it on his wrist, and then you like you have power over him. I don't know. Um, what was the um. They also find out more about the stone from this weird, that's like the weird character in like horror movies and stuff where like, and I couldn't tell what was going on. Like if he, he was like Rastafarian, but he said his uncle was ink or his great, great grandfather was Incan. And then they had a leather bound book, <laughs> which sorry, Incans, but I don't believe, I don't think you guys were rocking those. It was, uh, it was interesting. I'm not against, I'm not trying to hold Wonder Woman to anything against. I mean, she's magic based. It's it, it's all gods and, right. and weird yeah. crap like that. That's totally all that universe that should be. But it just feels like there was room for the rules or to throw them out because there's wishes as the movie progresses. The whole the whole thrust of it is people making wishes and sort of the consequences and and stuff there for, from it. 
but some of them just literally materialize. They just, they just, whatever that wishes comes out of I here. I wish you de drop dead. I wish you, yeah. Yes. And so for, for other ones, that, which we that, can talk about. That's actually a really good example though. Like, because one woman wishes that her Irish husband would get sent back to where he was from. And then he wishes she was dead. She dies. He does not get sent back to where he was from. Like, but she's also being, someone has, we're talking about something later in the film, but yeah, someone's performing CPR on her. And I was like, well, you that wouldn't be your wish that she would be able to come back to life. She should be just be dead. Like should they and just anyone who died, like, cause there's riots throughout the movie. Like every, all the events of what's happening are causing catastrophic, you know, catastrophic events all around the world. You know, people are freaking out, uh, you know, seems like Im impending doom. So surely people are looting and killing and hurting each other in 1984. Right. But you don't get nothing's a bit like snapped back. It's, it, um, I mean, it, this movie will just say it suffers from the same thing that every DC movie suffers from. And that is, it is a horrible act three, like act three in this movie is so bad. And like, it, they can't, I don't know why they can't do it, but like other than, you know, like Aquaman had an okay act three and like Shazam was fun had enough. Giant crabs. That's yeah. what Wonder Woman should have done. Um, and like, you know, Shazam has like a, it, it, it's fun. So you can kind of forgive some of the like weird stuff with his act three, but like, it's just, they can't fucking finish a movie. And this is another one where like, I was feeling mostly like, okay about the movie until act three. And then it just fell off the fucking rails. And like the, you know, like the fact that like, you know, Pedro Pascal, he gets in front of a camera and he's like, everybody make your wishes. And like the room starts swirling around like a whirlwind, like forms like, what was that? Like that shit is so it's fucking so corny. Well, earlier like, in the movie, it's, it's sort so of, there's good. just like a little magical rush of wind when yeah, someone makes a, a wish. <laughs> and, and then like, the fact that then he's in like this, and it's not like the room was made to be a conduit for wishes. This is just like some satellite station. Right. I don't even know what the thing, the light, I don't even know what the light shaft in the middle of that room is for. It, it, it seems like nothing. It's just like a skylight, but it's to him. It has become some weird tornado that even her, well, her lasso can't penetrate until she somehow just gets it around his leg. We're right. really jumping all over the place. Kind of um, like the movie, but yeah. And it's, like, it's very bizarre. Um, and, and also like, am I wrong? Does she not use her bracelets anymore to just like cause giant concussive blasts that like help her out all the time? Cause that's what she did before. I think she did it a couple times in this movie. Am I wrong? I, I watched them too. both. So but I can't not when it. Pedro Pascal was in the force field that she couldn't stop. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's not the kind of thing that would help. Oh. She, had to she had to wiggle a, a, a whip through yeah. there. Think about I mean, that. it made sense for what she was trying to do, which is talk through him. But it's just like, anyway, and, the, um, you're, and you're right. Like the, the whole thing about the beginning of the movie, her like trying to do things incognito. And then the end of the movie is she's literally on camera in front of every person in the world saying, renounce your wish. And then everybody goes, I renounce my wish. I, and like the fact that, yeah, like 20 years later that nobody would be like, Hey, remember when wonder woman, like saved the world. And you know, like we all almost like started another world war and genuine question. Was she on camera? Because it was just like, the screens were just like golden. Yeah. And that's like, I, I think it was just like her voice or something pouring through. I, I'm not, I, I could be wrong, but yeah. I think they even probably so, did that. Even if, even if she after. wasn't personally put on blast, it doesn't really account for, her successfully crime fighting 
without ever being seen in all of the years leading up to Justice League. Yeah, like, right. like Which stinks. Bat- Batman never did any research on what what the fuck caused the entire world to go crazy <laughs> right. in 1984. Yeah. But Batman was alive then. He was probably wishing for his parents to come and back. And not, not like a little kid. <laughs> and, because, like, get, and then he was like, nah. He has gray hair that. in... 2016 so like it's not like he's he like was a little de- he was, boy he was alive he was he was like a, a child and he would have at i think by his age he would have lost his parents so he almost certainly was wishing for I, thomas and martha wayne to come back and guess what we got to have batman's parents die in another movie shouldn't he be like <laughs> he'd be like 20 in this movie right like based on his like at least maybe his he, you teens. know what maybe he was in tibet and he didn't mm, there was no tv good point yeah there you go he's like what is it. this my mantra <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, can we talk about the thing that I actually thought was really disturbing and I don't know why they did this? Turning yes. Kristen Wiig into a cat? And no, fresh that, was the heels of and cats? that was odd. That was odd. Hair also... on top. What is with that? I want to I talk about that first. Why well, the fuck so they never did they call do her that cheetah. nasty, ratty-ass hair on top of her head? Because her hair was kind of... She was kind of styling her hair as time went on and then it became... She put like, like white blonde highlights and then by the end you, she became... Um, after I watched the movie, I looked up every picture of Cheetah that I could find from the comics, and none of them looked that nasty. <laughs> well, I thought it was odd that she looked like a snow leopard. She wasn't yellow. I think that's because it took place at night. It was one of those, like, hide the I don't know why they did that, too. That really annoyed me that, like, they have another night fight where you finally have the reveal of the villain, and I can't see anything, because especially they, since, like we've established, this has been a big, bright 80s movie before all this. Right. Um, no, what I wanted to get to was... Why, why did Steve Trevor come back in someone else's body, and why did Wonder Woman have sex with that body, and like let that body attack people in the White House? And I, I it's truly baffling to me, and it's weird to me. Like, I, what, what what was more baffling than that is when she sees him at the end of the movie, like a day okay, after that. I, I he, do have some. He completely about that too. missed everything that had happened in that whole time he wakes up the world is fucking nuts and he's just like oh hey wonderful christmas we're having yeah the, did his uh family you know like did he have anyone that cared about him did his family members right. wish for anything uh wish for him to be back from wherever he was during right. that time um I or was, or I, I do want to compliment i think the the uh fight scene that takes place is it in the white house yes um i thought that was a fun action scene and i thought the the little bits of like Diana trying to make sure that like uh, Minerva is not hurting innocent. She was people. like, yeah, whipping people into the chairs and I stuff. I thought like that stuff was clever and like that was a well done action scene. But plus, she was she was being weakened at that point, so it was right. extra tense because like she couldn't just get like shot or right. deflect easily. Yeah. She was like really under pressure. So I, I did like that. Um, but yeah, the, by, sorry, go ahead, Max. The the president from that. I think he was playing Richard Nixon, but in no way playing I think it was Richard Reagan. Nixon. It was Reagan. <laughs> Reagan. Reagan. That's what I mean. Yeah, Reagan. Um, but like not putting on anything. Anyway, not, that not, guy. Yeah. Well, that guy uh, is the guy who replaced Giles in Jonathan Creek oh. as the sexual predator uh, magician. So you have extra harsh feelings about that guy. Yeah, and his. Um, tip- non-existent it was uh, weird when she walked into the the white house that he was listening to the rappy ronnie reagan tape from the simpsons well 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 um yeah i I didn't want to harp on it but i think it's like really weird especially in a movie where one of the villains specifically is like sexually harassed Mm -hmm. and like attacked at one point and then gets revenge the other to have 
Steve Trevor in someone else's body. And like, I, I was like, oh, it's going to be because in the because in the trailers, it's just like he's back and there's no right. explanation. You're like, I wonder what's going to happen in this movie. Um, I don't know why he couldn't have just appeared and just been like, I'm back. Inhabit and then body. E even if it was like, what if it was like only it was he was only back to her. You can't see him? What are you talking about? Steve's back. No, I don't see him. I don't know. That could have been a thing. Yeah. That's you know, we that's... knew that one of the consequences eventually was her losing her powers. The consequence was apparently not that he was possessing someone else. Like that they did not care about. And that I thought it was secret... gonna be like a reveal. It's the secret monkey paw. Not it's only not a secret monkey lose... paw. They go not to his apartment, he's lose... like, I woke up here. <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he's like, Oh, look, this is look at this guy. This she is lost me. her powers and became a rapist. Yeah, that's a real so. monkey's paw wish for Wonder Woman. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll deal with it with the third movie. And like, sure. what if he like that guy's now on camera beating up the White House security? That's yeah. Everyone else knows what that guy looks like. If he ever goes to the Middle East again, he's fucked. <laughs> he was on. He was like beating up multiple tanks worth of people. I, it's it's bizarre, isn't it? Weird in a movie where again missiles appear out of thin air he had to be in someone else's body especially when it didn't seem like that was the consequence right it the, I, yeah i there's a i wish there wasn't so much to complain about in this movie because like me too. i like genuinely like other than act 3 and some of the effects i like the first wonder woman movie i think it is a standout in the dc movies which have not been great and we, we, unfortunately yes. i think this was a just a like Max, I know that you are sort of wrestling with whether or not you like it more than the first one, but for me, like unequivocally, I think it's a much worse follow-up than yeah. the original. I gotta say, I think I liked the first one less than a lot of people. Yeah, and I, know, I, know. I also like ridiculous shit more than. Mm -hmm. I thought you were gonna say ridiculous six. <laughs> I also like the ridiculous <laughs> six. So <laughs> no, I could not get through that one. No, I, I tried. I know, you're, I know what you mean, Drew, and I feel like like Aquaman. It was dumb, but I was like, that was fun. Like it was fun to see, and like I liked the first Wonder Woman. I thought Shazam was fun. I was mm -hmm. like, it felt like the trend was changing a little bit. Birds of and Prey, part of that I, I hope really was making it more one-offs and things that weren't so tied together. Right. I, like, and I don't know, like, if that's the case, then, like, why does this movie, like, why do they feel like they have to be at the service of another franchise? Like, and, you know, it's just, like, I, this movie could have been really fun. Like, it just, it's missing the elements that make a lot of superhero movies fun. And, like, you know, say what you will about Marvel movies, but, like, Guardians of the Galaxy has a different feel from all the other movies because, you know, it takes place in space and, like, they they take advantage of musical cues and like having fun songs and like they all they they pretended like they were going to do that with Suicide Squad but then they didn't and it felt like if you're going to say this is a movie Wonder Woman 1984 the expectation should like is almost like that it's going to have at at minimum a fun 80s soundtrack and like they I think they have like one song in it and like where like why like why drop that ball so much i don't know it just I'll, I'll be honest i wasn't paying like i was i was hoping to hear some 80s songs i didn't but i also wasn't it, not, the the music wasn't jumping out to me and i think someone said that it's um it's hans zimmer right yeah which is crazy cuz i didn't i genuinely didn't recall or hear anything really jumping out maybe during the fireworks scene or something like that um but um the one time was there not the wonder woman sting the did they never use that i don't think they did or if they did it was it would have just been mixed into the track or something notice that when um when uh minerva started going evil on that guy 
they did a different sting that sounded very similar to that. They That's started playing uh, I, Mr. Mistopheles is uh... <laughs> But I am, I am genuinely curious because I was like Wonder Woman has like this like rocking thing and that was sort of introduced in in um in a justice league or, or Batman versus Superman. Like when she lands, like that's, there's like her music sting. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought people really liked it. So I was surprised. I didn't remember at least hearing it. Right. Um, I think they might've done some variation on it, but like definitely not as impactful as that first one. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Um, you know, here's one thing that I thought was kind of weird. She wears that golden outfit, right? Mm, it's in, okay. It's in every single, um, like promotion every single promotion when you click on the thing to play it on whatever streaming service you have every poster and yet in the movie they introduce it at like in like it's wrapped up like oh that's in the corner you won't find out what that is until later and they that's like, me we're not in gonna the mention corner it. they show like a little hint of it because they show like she's like oh she was defending us while themiscara got hidden and she was defending us from what was it all of mankind was attacking her mm-hmm. or all can- of it seems to me like you can't do that when anything, anyone who's going to play this movie is going to have seen it already. It's I mean, like that's, kind of that is what it is. Cause it's the same thing with like, you know, the reveal of Hulk and all it's like the Hulk was in like all the promotion for Thor Ragnarok. And then it's not literally a surprise when he comes in. But the thing for me that was weirder was that it's this winged flying armor and the whole movie, it was established that number one, that she, they really kind of drove home that she doesn't know how to fly, but also that, she's being be depowered. So I was like, oh, this is going to be like, this is the armor she needs to like be able to like, because that happens in, especially in sequel yeah. superhero movies, someone is depowered and it feels like they need to get back. Spider-Man did it too. And I want to say there was like something else. Um, uh, Batman Returns, he totally, he fought without his outfit the whole time. And but, still, out, uh, uh, yeah. but I thought that was going to be the whole back. thing was like, oh, she can't fly, but then she has Asteria's armor and swings in. But it's actually after she learns how to fly. And after she's got her powers weird. back too. Yeah. And also, like, you mentioned it earlier, but, like, really, really weird that she one time made a coffee cup invisible and then remembers that she can do that, so she makes the jet invisible. And now Wonder Woman has, like, I don't know what country it's from, but just, like, some sort of fighter jet with, like, missiles and, and <laughs> She's stuff. She's granted a, a but free it's in the same. But it's in the same movie where she learns to fly. So it felt like, I get it from a from a fan service point of view, but it was just, like, a weird choice to, like, have her have her like either not still not know how to fly and save that for number three and get the jet and then have to get blown up in number three and then she can fly or or make the armor the thing that gets her to the last battles and she doesn't know how it was weird to have so many i guess that was all trying to theme it to to steve trevor but, it's also like it was um, weird to introduce the 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 armor at like minute like she puts it on like at minute 100 of 120 minutes and then by like minute 105 she's already like eh, i don't need this anymore like well, she, she breaks the, she like breaks the wings off and then it's just like well she gets like she gets her butt kicked in the suit by cheetah and okay, then i thought about i thought about this because i was like it's kind of weak that like cheetah is like mopping the floor with her in her especially in this like crazy amazon armor but the scene before that, Andrew and Max, she was gifted by Maxwell Lord all of the rage and prowess of humanity. A.K.A. Turner, a cheetah. A.K.A. a cheetah. Yeah, I don't know. And also, here's one thing that bugged me. So everyone here is wishing for awful things. They show like a person standing on I want my country to have more nukes. Exactly. <laughs> I, I want more nukes. I want to, you know, kill my spouse i want how do you, how do you think how do you like the guy saying i want all the infidels off my land forever <laughs> that was 
that was like out of an actual 80s movie oh my gosh that was wild I, that was uh clint eastwood <laughs> hope he didn't um, make a wish but it was it was weird that there wasn't a single person who was wishing for something decent, right? Like if there if were, could... because there were people. Remember, there were people protesting that said like no more nukes, like earlier in the film. So you're telling me none of them wished them away? <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Like they they get like they're they... holding the sign that has their wish on yeah. it. Secretly, Maybe I it's... want more nukes, please. I was kidding. I actually yeah. want more nukes. Maybe that's what they're trying to say. Secretly, all liberals want people dead too. Wow, what a stance. And some of the, some <laughs> of the wishes were weak. So uh, he had been, uh, Maxwell Lord has been running around and like letting people wish off of him. And it's it's hurting his health, we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. which is not a side effect that The Rock has, but whatever. Um, uh, Dwayne Johnson, I mean. Yeah. Um, but it, there, there's like weird wishes where like every one of his interns has wished for a Ferrari, is it? Uh-huh. And he's like, what is it with you interns and Ferraris? We never see a Ferrari in the movie, but apparently they're driving all over the streets. And also there was that one guy who was like, I wish a man came up to me and I wished for a farm. I didn't mean here. I also thought the, oh boy. so like the, 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 and another, I, I will say another positive of the movie, his son is cute. The actor who plays his son is very cute. His son is cute, but where, that poor kid, where on earth was he the whole film and who was taking care of him? I mean, him? he was like, by the end of the movie, he's like running into a freeway and like, he comes out of the bushes, I think, on the on the White House lawn. Yeah, um, but he his wish is the only one that doesn't get granted because he says, "Dad, I wish for you to be here." And like, I thought no. that was going to be the thing that broke it. No, he does specifically say, "Dad, I wish you were here." He does, but I, he wishes earlier on him. Remember, he says, "I wish I was great like you then," and he goes, "No, don't." Yeah. And then there you hear the whoosh sound. Mm. Yeah. It's when he's on the couch, and I was like, "Oh." What's going to happen with that? And also, what's the monkey's paw of that? Right. Yeah. And then the, and the actual answer is uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing happens. There's, he doesn't have the greatness of his father, but nor does he have any consequences for making that wish. Right. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. I. This. It's unless I missed something. It, I. You did not. Like it's a. It's a very uneven movie that doesn't seem to follow the, the rules established earlier in the movie. And. You know, it, I like you. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Make your point. Well, just like you said, I. I. I it's a movie about a wishing stone. It's not trying to not be that. Right. It, it's it's silly on its face, and it's okay to be that. I feel like the 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 mall scene and the stuff and the and the brightness of it kind of. I was like ready to be like, okay, man, we got a wishing stone. Let's go for it. But it, it I feel like I'd be saying it about any other superhero movie if they couldn't follow their own logic. That it, it feels like it's a fine setup. You have the stone, but there's this consequence on the wish. By the end. He can grant any wish. He can grant multiple wishes. It seems like some people made a wish, nothing happened. Other wishes don't cancel each other out. Everyone can wish at one time. The fact that the whole setup of like, he went to the president to to get his powers and be like, that's a, that's a smart move. You can, you know, have him in your, in your thrall. But then he turns around and he happened to be having a discussion about a new uh, Star Wars uh, satellite program and the particles touch everyone. And that's how he's able to realize he can, they can make a wish on him. And I love how they even say at that point, he's like, oh, it's a figure of speech. (laughs) Like, that's not (laughs) actually what's happening. (laughs) He's like, just to be clear, you wouldn't be able to make wishes off of people. There's a figure of speech. The particles aren't actually Say no more. Say no more. (laughs) Oh, man. It was, uh, it was a weird one. And, and again, I, I feel like this is a common refrain, but like, I was rooting for it. I, I liked the other Wonder Woman. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely moving on the up an up for me for DC films and being more definitely more interesting. I think they should have done the individual characters first, like Marvel. They should have set it all up. Yeah. I'm annoyed that 
I don't know why at the end they couldn't have had a final wish and say, I hope the world goes back to normal and doesn't even remember this happened. <laughs> that's, that would have been an easy weird, fix. That's the weird thing about this movie is that it has outs, right? You have a wishing stone yeah. so you can do whatever yes. the fuck you want. You can put Steve Trevor back on Earth without him taking over the body of somebody else. What if he was it? still in his body? When you look in the mirror, there's a corpse and Wonder Woman's like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> you could do whatever you want. Yeah. You could do whatever you want, which means you could avoid rape if you want. But apparently they didn't want to do that. And they right. also didn't want to fix this at the end when they had a wishing stone to just say, okay, everyone forgets about it. It doesn't matter. You did your deed. You learned your lesson, but nobody remembers this thing. Because otherwise, otherwise the ending doesn't matter because she kind of is looking at everyone in the snow like, Hey, the world has like learned something. Like that's what I took at from it. Is that mm-hmm. like people were kind of like enjoying life after six months again and being like, "Wow, I can't believe we came back from the brink." But like, unless no one remembers, in which case, the message was muddled. I, I couldn't really. The uh, it was like the world <laughs> sucks, but we should just keep it together. The, I don't the know. ending <laughs> where she so she walks up to this you know, like ice skating rink or something you know outdoor ice skating, and she happens upon the guy that Steve Trevor's body or Steve Trevor was inhabiting. And she just is like, Hey, that, you know, that suit looks really nice on you. And he just goes, Oh, thank you. Happy holidays. And I'm like, it's if somebody like fucking Gal Gadot walked up to this like schlub and was like, wow, you look really good in this suit. He would just be like, Thank you. Moving well, on. He, he kind of like he does the thing where he comments like, oh, look at the snow. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I was talking to myself. Like he kind of I think he sort of engages her a little sure, bit. But, like, but he's also wearing the exact same like summer outfit, like the exact in, outfit. in winter. Yeah. And, and OK, maybe this is a small thing. I would just watch a movie of Chris Pine putting on 80s outfits. Sure. I, yeah. You got me. That's yeah. fine. Especially like the way he was reacting like parachute. I know it was a corny joke. It was like everyone parachutes now. Mm-hmm. Um. And I liked some of his fits. I liked some of the the styles he yeah. was rocking. Also weird too, is he just like a dumb guy from also from the 19, 1918? Because he doesn't know what an escalator is, even though that's been around for like 50 years since he was born. Did you look that up? No, that's like, I know that. That was like in the World's Fair, people had escalators. And like fireworks, like there were fireworks before the 19, after the <laughs> 1900s. Is he just like a dumb guy? He's just a big idiot. That's the- He's like, Okay. Oh, you know what? It was also my favorite line. Hmm. And it is like, it it necessitates the plane becoming invisible, which is really stupid. Like Wonder Woman was like, all right, let's go and get you a plane. You won't know how to fly it. I mean, you will, but let's go get a plane, a modern plane. <laughs> and then she's like, oh yeah, I forgot there's radar. Like they're just going to find us. And I was like, Wonder Woman. But Steve is like, wait, they'll be able to like see us and shoot us. She's like, yeah. And he's like, well, shit, Diana. <laughs> And I was like, that was that was good. Yeah. And you got your curse word in. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chris Pine. I don't um, want to. I know what you guys are saying. I, I don't want to be a fucking bummer. And also, you know what? I think there's a lot of factors. I think this is like a new movie finally fucking coming out. Right. You know, we've been stuck inside. We nitpick. This is even, what they even give us. We, we nitpick even when we're not stuck in quarantine. So this is like our new content and we're we got it under a magnifying glass. And I, I don't feel like I'm trying to to be harsher on it than I would on any other movie I was looking forward to. And it's, you always get the dregs coming out. It's, it's also like, if you have HBO, it's free. So I feel like there's just like a lot of extra criticism. Yeah. It's, it's just, there's a lot going on. I, I think at the very least it should have been tightened up. It was pretty long and it just made some really weird choices. And I hope that they continue to do it. Uh, You know, continue Wonder Woman movies and more DC films and kind of trying some stuff and, I don't know what what's going to be the is it going to be 1999 what's the what's the next <laughs> what's the next uh, time period she's going to be before 
uh, Batman versus Superman. It'll be like the year before. It'll be like Wonder Woman 2015, and it'll be just like the yeah. lead up to, like the movie will end, and like Bruce Wayne's walking up to his building, looking up at the sky, and then uh, <laughs> see what happens in Batman versus Superman. Um, so they just skip forward to Wonder Woman 2020, where she just sits inside, <laughs> lately champion her heroism. Um, so did you, did either of you stick around for the mid credit scene? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Did you? I did. So did you hate it? No, <laughs> I, like I, did, I didn't it. feel, I didn't feel really one way or the other about it. It was Linda Carter as, um, what is the character's name? Oh, I just forgot her name. The was, armor. She had the armor. Alt- yeah. Teria or something. Sure. That's um, Ulterior Motives. Um, that's her name. So yeah, Ulterior Motives. It's, um, yeah, it's Linda Carter who played Wonder Woman in the TV show. And so it's a bit of a, I don't know, like a tease that she might be involved with the next movie or to me, it was the implication that like the, the Amazon that saved them all and gave them the time to escape to their Island didn't actually die doing so. And she's been around helping society ever since, but also doing it very blatantly. Yeah. Uh, Not, not also breaking the cameras and just being like, "Hmm, sometimes I'm incredibly powerful. And they're like, Oh, that that, she must be an Amazon. Yeah. We'll probably see her in a couple decades fighting crime. Would, it's so it's streaming on HBO Max for a month. Like it, it will yeah. go away before the end of January. Do you recommend people if you have access to HBO Max? Do you recommend people watch it? If you're yeah. a DC completionist, if you really, really love Wonder Woman, and it's I, I watched it and I loved Wonder Woman, and I was disappointed in it. But I, the honestly, the biggest thing for me is like the runtime. Like you said, Drew, it feels like it's it's boring. Mm-hmm. There's like after after the mall scene, there's no Wonder Woman for like an hour. Um, and a lot of Diana, but not a lot of Wonder Woman. Yes, of yeah. course. But it's just like, and yeah, you're getting some of that character stuff with Pascal and, and Wig, but it's it's all just it all just kind of leads up to a disappointing again third act. And yeah. for having, like you said, Max, as many outs as a wishing stone can give you, be as dumb as you want. You've got a wishing stone. It it, it can get silly. We have guess what? There was a bad guy in a in a movie everyone liked with a, a bunch of powerful magic stones uh-huh. on it. But like you, then you just you have a lot of ways you can do things and it just felt like some odd choices. It felt like some stuff was written when they didn't know they had a stone that could undo whatever they wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it's weird. So Max, it's, what about... it's a very, very light recommendation. If, yeah. if, if you love Wonder Woman. Max. I Yeah. I'd say if you've seen the first one and you enjoyed the first one, then uh, it's your punishment to watch the second <laughs> one. Just no, I think you should just watch That's it. Your Pedro. Paw. Pedro like, I Pascal. hope they make a cool Wonder Woman movie and it's the first one and you're like, great. Yeah. And then oh, they make hey, the second yeah. one you're like, oh. <laughs> this couldn't go wrong. Uh, I think pa- right, it's sorry. fun enough to watch Pedro Pascal uh, being nuts and Kristen Wiig being fun and uh, every once in a while Wonder Woman doing some decent action. Uh, that, I, yeah, I would recommend it for people who are interested. Uh, it's I mean, if you've listened this far in, you know it's not a perfect movie. You know mm-hmm. that you're going with low expectations and try to enjoy it. Yeah. I think it can be fun. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's <clears throat> particularly on the backs of Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal. They both put in really fun performances. And yeah, if you enjoy Wonder Woman on screen, it's serviceable. I'll say kindly. But anyways, that'll do it for this one. And uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.